I met Josh through Aaron, actually, because those two had been friends since, what, high school? Younger? I mean... Middle school, I think. I think we originally met through uh, through church. Well, I say, yeah, we knew each other at church, I mean, since kindergarten. Yes, for yes, sure. yes. Well, you, you went to school with me in kindergarten, mm-hmm. then left, like, I don't know, um, you packed your bags and went on the journey. Yeah. Thought you were Bilbo Baggins. Thought he was. Spot <laughs> <laughs> the height. Uh. Oh, we miss and love Josh, even though he's not here. Don't worry, we'll have him back again, and that'll consume a nerd like six weeks <gasps> of just one episode of Josh in his Joshiness. Ranting. Which is fine. We love him, and he's always uh-huh. welcome back. Yeah, just. Let me know ahead of time so I know to only choose one topic. <laughs> because that's yeah. what it ends up happening. But it is what it is. Welcome to Nerd Week. Uh, this week we're talking about not the TV show community, but community uh, in the church. Although and then Rick and Morty. I, although, no, not Rick and Morty. <laughs> do, do not watch Rick and Morty. Do do not. Um, or under do. Any, whatever. No, no. <laughs> the, the amount of... Yeah, I'm just going to put that. Um, <laughs> although I will say Community, created by the same guy, Dan Harmon. Great, 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 great TV show. And um, if the piece of trivia for you, uh, Community was originally directed by the Russo brothers. Um, they went to direct like a bunch of the Avengers films. Oh, so those guys who, you know, directed and filmed the Avengers films got their start doing stuff like community. <laughs> it's just entertaining. That's it, a big j- jump. And it well, it shows in some of those earlier TV shows, uh, versions of community where it's like uh, the first paintball game. It was like a paintball war. Huh. It was that is like probably one of my favorite episodes still of community. But huh. I'm not talking about community in that regard. Uh, but oh. it is a show I recommend if you want to go watch it because it is entertaining on so many levels but anyways community (laughs) in the church uh this is something that okay like i i personally i see the importance of community in the church right my mother is on the other end of this where she hates community she hates being around other people and don't get me wrong i understand that concept at times Uh, at other times yes People are annoying. Yep. People suck. Yeah. I remember going up to camp one time. Uh, this was back when we still left early and stopped at like McDonald's for breakfast. So, you know, a few years ago now, you know, that was a little while ago now. And it was one of the first times I had ever seen a kiosk at McDonald's. And I walked what? up. Yeah. That long ago? Wow. Yeah. And I walked up to the kiosk and, you know, cause the people at the counter were like, oh, just place your order at the kiosk. I was like, good. I hate people. And I started ordering <laughs> from the kiosk and Penny goes, are we sure we should be bringing him up? <laughs> Is this a good mix for the kids? You <laughs> know, and I was saying it pretty facetiously. I was being pretty facetious about it because, you know, I'm by nature a loner. I prefer to not be in groups. Um, I I like being around one, maybe two people at max at a time. Big groups 
cause me to freeze up mm. literally like i just like i am not comfortable talking in the big group at all i yeah. force myself to do it because i'm one of the yes. leaders so i have to do it so i force myself to do it but it is not a comfortable thing for me at all and speak at conferences not comfortable at all <laughs> I'm forcing myself to learn some of these things so I get it when my mom's like, I hate community. I hate being around people. People suck. And and then she goes on the whole thing about like how people are hypocrites and people are this, that. I'm like, yes, I know. I understand, mom. I agree with you that people suck at times. But I think community is important, especially in the Christian context. Uh, it's more important not because... You know, it's like, oh, look, we go and we all hug and we all cold hands and go, kumbaya, yay, Jesus, yay. Like the Care Bears or the, what's that um, TV show, The Child's Face? Teletubbies. Teletubbies. <laughs> it's not the Teletubbies either. You know, it's, no, it's, we meet as a community for more than a social reason. Uh, we meet to help each other out, hopefully. We meet as a community to grow together and also to share lives together. That's how you work as a community. I know I've seen your face right now. And as, and that's hard for me, I'll admit, because again, I don't like the big groups. I don't like being with like 5 million people and like, yay. <laughs> I like being with, this is going to sound weird. My tribe, so to speak, my, like my one or two people that I really like being with, you know, yes. or, or like one or two people at a time, not being, I'm going to be with 300 people right now. <laughs> it's like, eh -eh, not happening uh, with cool. me. Yeah. <laughs> 300, maybe not. I don't know about that many people. Uh -uh. Even a hundred is too much for me to be around at once. It's like, nope, nope. Like more than, more than, more than th two people around the group at once and I'm, I'm I'm off in other land and saying nope I can't do this properly hmm. um, but that's just me that's how I work but I also understand being together in a community is also very important as well but I, I, I recognize that being together allows us to it allows us to grow in a way I guess because I learn how to interact with people that don't think like me that enjoy being around tons of other people. And I just kind of go, you weird, sick How people. <laughs> How do you live with yourself? <laughs> Should be disgusted, you know. <laughs> but also at the same time, uh, it's also, this is, this is tying into another episode recorded. It ties into good mental health as well. Hmm. You know, I'm not isolating myself then. I'm being around other people. I'm being with people that need me and I need them to grow properly. Uh, it also helps, you know, just seeing those are people, seeing those are perspectives, talking with them and getting to learn, I guess I could say things that I wouldn't normally know. You know, you have a big group, you know, like a church, you're going to have people who do all sorts of things that you have no idea how to do. And it's great to be able to be like, okay, if I need help with this, I know I can go talk I to them. Talk to. Exactly. Or I can talk to this person or I can talk to this person and not be, you know, scared of like, oh crap, I don't know how this is going to go. Having a community is helpful in that way too. You know, we can help each other out, share resources, so to speak. In other words, share knowledge with one another, you know? Yeah. 
I need a drummer. I know I can go to Aaron. Maybe. <laughs> if he's not busy doing honky tonk, whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> See if I can put you in my very busy schedule. Or I know I need to get something hauled to my house. I'll be like, hey, Aaron, can I, um, you come with your truck? I'll pay your gas. <sighs> Dang it. And you're paying for my gas. No. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff like that. You know, yeah. each of us have different resources. You know, I'll get called upon to do tech stuff for someone, stuff like that. Yep. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So having that community that has large, that puts less of a burden on. I guess you could say the staff of the church to be able to handle everything. You know, you don't have, right. your pastor doesn't have to be a, a pastor, plus they don't have to be a plumber, plus a woodworker, plus, you know, a tech personal support. taxi and tech support <laughs> and all this other stuff. They can go, you know what? I don't know that, but I know this person who can do that. Right. I've got somebody that can handle this. And by, by doing that, then you also build those relationships within the community. You know, maybe someone yeah. that I wouldn't talk to because maybe our, you know, let's say our paths don't cross normally while in church because I'm in the back running sound stuff and they're, they like us in the front usually, right? But something, hey, we're going to partner work on this project here. Hey, cool. I don't normally work with you. I get to learn some new things about you. I get to meet a new person. And for me, because it's one-on-one, my brain doesn't shut down and say, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> Those one-on-one interactions can be oh so awkward. Why can they be awkward? I just like making them awkward. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I could definitely One, it'll see. be like silence for a while, and then I'll try and think of something to talk about, and then I don't know what to talk about. And then I just get weird. <laughs> see, you know, when we were up at camp, yeah. I felt like saying to the kids, I am very comfortable being in silence, so I will sit here until one of you talk. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> be like, oh no. I could be awkward. Don't worry. Yeah, right. I am comfortable with my awkwardness. And I think that's also something that helps with the being in a group and community. It helps us to learn our own strengths and learn our own weaknesses as we interact with others. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It helps us understand who we are and what skills God gave us and what skills. God gave other people and, and to compliment. Again, you know, being able to help each other, but also like, hey, you know what? I never thought I was good at X, but you know what? Hey, I like it. I may not be an expert level, but I enjoy it. Maybe you learn a new passion of, a new hobby. Uh, yeah. A new whatever. So yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. So, I mean, uh, you know, reading through our, our other articles, you know, while I was prepping for this, you know, they, you know, coming across like every website, they all have their list of like, why is community important? And, you know, every, everyone has something completely different from one another. And it was entertaining to read. Some of them I agree with a hundred percent. Some of them like, eh, 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 no. You know, like community gives you the chance to forgive. Like, yeah, uh, I, I could see that. Uh, so what they're trying to get at the concept is this. Let's say Aaron. Yeah. I did something to offend you, right? All what right. else is new? I know. So let's say that happens, but maybe Josh then goes, hey, 
you need to forgive Paul for X, Y, Z, and he goes through and gives you biblical reasons why. And, and it's not the fact that he's trying to be like, Aaron, shame on you, blah, blah. It's He's trying to say, hey. And, but at the same time, Josh can go to me and go, Paul, you need to tell Aaron sorry for doing this. <laughs> Look you know, what she, you did, boy. You know, it, it's not the whole concept of, I, I, I love this concept of like the old little church ladies running around going, did you see what Aaron did? Did you see what Aaron did? Did you see what Paul did? Da, 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 da. You, know, you know, the gossip little ladies, you know, as the very stereotypical thing is. But you're reading through the Bible and it even says, hey, you know, if someone offended, you know, you go to that brother. You yeah. know, try to mend it first. Correct it. But if you can't, then go to another brother and then you two go to, to that first one and do that. You can't do that solo. You have to do that in community. So in that way, yes, it does bring a ch- about a chance to forgive, just not that direct method that they were talking about. It's, it's that roundabout way where you're trying to do life together. You also got to remember in the early church, they came together to share things. They came together to share resources such as food. You know, things that they need to do, uh, support one another, pray for one another, especially at the time when they would do stuff like, you know, put Christians in the Roman Colosseums for fun. And watch them get killed. Yeah. Launch them. Wa- launch them. Watch launch them. Launch them to death. No, they would uh, bring them up from underground and be like, oh, look, there's lions here for you. Oh, have fun. Yeah. Be like, all right, survive the lion attack. And people would be in the Coliseum just cheering for fun. That's so twisted. Let's go watch the Christians get mauled by lions for funsies. (laughs) Man, you think if you hear about that today, people, that would be like just mind-blowing. But no. Well, probably not actually. I say today with after the leak of the justice's opinion on Roe versus Wade and that whole thing. It probably would be right on some people's wish list, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, so would it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if some people were like, "Oh yeah, let's bring back the coliseums." Well, I guess I, I mean I, I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously, there's still well persecution now. I'm sure a lot of horrible things happen to well people, well, people in general, but also. Christians that we just don't know about, but certain people have fun with it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's just, ugh. oh, so messed up. So bad. What? Why are you? <laughs> so, oh, no. Say so it. At least there's community. Yes, at least there's community. But to be fair, even in modern times, right? Like I said, back in the ancient days, you know, Christians would get together for meals and sharing resources and that, right? Same thing as modern time too. You know, being part of a church, let's say, Aaron, okay, something happens. This is a horrible scenario, okay? Okay. Hope this doesn't happen, but uh, again, horrible scenario. Uh, Your parents are in an accident. They both die. Oh, great. Um. And you're on very financial hard times and you're like, you're about to lose the house and everything else. But if you make like a couple hundred dollars on a payment, you'll be able to keep it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're alone, you, you know, in your, in your sister's like, we're tapped out too. We got nothing left to give. You know, what? No, you know 
there are people in the church that there are a people in the church that may be able to help you like hey look we got you we'll get you through this give me some of your money and there are also most churches at least that i'm aware of have like money set aside like hey we got a member who's having issues um help them out let's let's give them write them a check to help them out you know like at our church we have a deacon fund that is specifically designed for stuff like that you know yeah a member comes up and says i can't pay rent this month and right you know without disclosing to the church where that money went because the fund is specifically designed to be just given anonymously right uh, we can go okay we'll help you out and you know we'll do what we give money or be like i can't pay my electricity it's going to be cut off at the end of the month that happens people fall in hard times live without it for a bit (laughs) yeah try to do that in the middle of like summer i wouldn't say winter because during winter they can't shut off electricity in wisconsin oh really yeah i didn't know that yep there's a moratorium in wisconsin uh from sometime in it's like sometime in november i think it's the middle of november till March, March, where you even if you don't pay your bill, they can't shut off your electricity. Wow! But come March, you don't have your bill paid up. <laughs> Bye. There goes your electricity. That's yeah. why I said middle of summer. You know, they come and go. It's middle of summer, and they go, "I can't pay electricity. It's about to get cut off. I need da da da." Wow! You know, and the church can go, "Hey, you know what? Let's see what we can do." Community in that way is good. In that way, sharing that load, sharing that burden, helping everyone else in the community. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which is great. And um, that's definitely something that I was like, yeah, that's yay. You know, another thing that's good for is, well, we got stuff like, <laughs> what does that look for? Uh, I was just gonna see what you're gonna get, what you're gonna say next. Oh, we got stuff like you know. Sunday school and Awana and youth group and that stuff for the family for growth and development. We also, in the past, I imagine this will start up again soon, like Sunday school for the adults after service and stuff like that. Mm. You know, we have those. Education stuff. Exactly. We have those things um, for the growth of the members as well. So not only do we have the growth, we have the support for things. Um, We have... You know, we care for our members. We help share knowledge and the burden and the load and everything. So those are all very important things in normal everyday life, which I think are very impactful and mm-hmm. important. I remember we did a youth group. Oh, geez. Youth group camp years ago. I don't think I have the shirt anymore. Um, the Wild West one. <laughs> yeah. Where the, but the concept was, you know, you don't see old cowboys. Old solo cowboys. Yeah, the Lone Ranger dudes. Yeah, you don't see old of them because eventually, you know, they're going to slow down. They're going to get old. They got no one to watch their back. They're going to be killed. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the same with a pack of animals, be it wolves or whatever your favorite animal in the world is. But to be a lone wolf. But that lone wolf will only last for so So long. So long. Before the younger lone wolf will catch up with them and take them over and destroy them. And that's the same in the church too. You try to be alone for so long, it's going to get harder and harder and harder to live. It is destructive. I'm not even talking about if you're suffering from depression or anything. I'm just talking about just, just life in alone. general. Yeah, You know, trying to be like, okay, I'm not going to get any help. I, I, heck, where would I, 
what would what would I do with my dog half the time? <laughs> you know, oh. even it's something as simple as that. Right. You know, you think about other people who have kids and who are like, I would kill to have a night out. You know, once they have kids, be like, well, they can drop it off with their that it, geez, Louise, not it. <laughs> the kids, the kids <laughs> off at their parents uh, for a date night or something yes, like that. Parents' house, you know, parents' house. house, parents' house. No, oh, they they'll drop it off at Uncle Aaron's <laughs> house. No, Uncle Aaron's daycare is now open. <laughs> Someday, I'm going to have to put a vault door on my music room. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, stuff like that, you know. Simple things like, oh yeah, you know, you're gonna be out of town, I'll watch your dog, or oh yeah, you'll be on a date night, we'll watch your kids. Things like that, things that are simple, but yet so profound and so impactful in other people's lives. Yeah, that goes a long way. Of uh, well, yeah, I mean, it goes a long way helping out the other. But I guess would would accountability be a thing for well and community? Yes. To a point. Yes. I Obviously, it doesn't have to be me being held accountable. Well, I guess it depends on what it is. But like me being held accountable to the congregation. Because, I mean, depending on the position, I mean, you kind of have to be held accountable by f- the church. Right. Family. But then, obviously, then there's still other things that are more on a private level. But, but yeah, even, even laymen. And you know what I mean by layman, right? Not at the moment, no. So layman is a uh, like a term for this the everyday person in the church. Oh, okay. The the non pastor, the non you know teaching person of the church. Yes. You know, so I'm a layman. I'm not a me layman. I'm not a a teacher or whatever. Uh, so yes, being accountable is definitely something that the layman does need. Doesn't necessarily mean you know. <laughs> Be like, okay, Aaron, we're going to upload your entire computer internet search history to everyone in the church for everyone to see. No, that's not what it means. That's not what it means at all. can only show up to the last month. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Um, But but even the pastor could be held accountable, though. Right, yes. So that's what I was getting at, different layers. So that's what I'm saying. The layman doesn't need to be accountable to everyone else in the church, right? Oh, right, right, right. You're going to have smaller communities that form out of that larger community. Yes. So, for example, me, you, and Josh. Yep. That's a smaller community that formed out of that larger community. Yep. That's still community. Yes. And in that community, because here's the thing. When you have a smaller community... It's different than the larger community. Absolutely. Because in the smaller community, me and you and Josh have had, you know, conversations about various things, be it um, temptations, be it what we're struggling with, what we're dealing with, you know, those sort of things. So those conversations you don't necessarily have in that larger group, mm-hmm. but you need to that larger group to find your smaller group. Right. So and just get more personal with each other right because you can't be personal with a large group you could but then there's always going to be no you can there's always going to be a smaller group that you will be more personal with you can share personal information with a large group but you won't be personal with them that's true that's different there's a difference there's yeah there's a slight difference in that difference in that in other words you could share your search history you could share screenshots of your computer you could share what's going on your phone with a large group and they could all look at it and they'll be a lot of people are gonna be like, 
I don't care. I don't know this guy. You should care, dang it. <laughs> but that happens within the context of a smaller group, me, you, Josh. Yeah. It's, hey, good job, Aaron. Or, hey, Fuck. Aaron, why did oh, this, did, no. why did this happen? <laughs> you know, and the same thing, same thing, you say that with me and you say that with Josh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, where you have that smaller group and you're willing to have those conversations that go off the rail and will never be ever repeated on any sort of recorded medium. Why are you laughing? I'm just, I'm just seeing <laughs> the whole recorded part. You mean Josh and just talking, especially when we're getting ready to record stuff. <laughs> yeah. And those are the milder conversations I'm talking about. No, yeah. Some of the other more off the wall ones, you know, but Isn't those, that's scary, <laughs> but those conversations can't be had unless there's some level of trust involved. Yes. And that's what you need in that community. And that's why it's important because you're not going to be able to grow. I'm not going to be able to grow. No one is going to be able to grow unless they have other people that they can trust to have those conversations with that they might go, if I try to bring this up with this other person, the larger community at large, they're going to go, what sort of psychopath are you? And (laughs) what is wrong? Go away. Go, 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 go pray or something or go read your Bible a little bit. Yes. Come go. back when you're ready to talk. <laughs> exactly. Those sort of conversations. You just kind of sit there and go, uh-oh. Well, that wasn't helpful. Yeah, that wasn't useful right. at all. No. So those are the things, and that's why community is important in that regard, because then it keeps you, it allows you an outlet to have those conversations that you normally would not have with just a random stranger. Right. And to get answers, I hate that I'm using this phrase, in a safe space. <laughs> I know. But Balls woke. T- no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, to get those, an- those answers in a safe space where you can bring up those topics and not just immediately, hopefully, I'll say this, hopefully, not just immediately go, there's the door, get out. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Because I can't tell you the number of off-the-wall things that you have said, or even I've said at times, where you, either one of us didn't point at the other and go, get out. <laughs> the doofer. <laughs> where someone else might have gone, out. <laughs> I can think of a few off the top of my head where that might have happened with certain people. <laughs> so that's why it is important for a community to be established. So yeah, and, whole... and why you got to deal, like why even I... Someone who just hates being in a group of people deal with it and suffer through it. That sounds weird. Suffer through it every week. <laughs> Great. Now I know how it feels hanging out with you. Oh, man. <laughs> or know how it feels for you to hang out with me. Oh, yeah. What do you mean it's for me to hang out with you? <laughs> just kidding. Okay. I was like, wait, um, what? <laughs> man, I mean, then it's the whole iron sharpens iron uh, iron 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 sharpen 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 i cannot talk to today to wow it, it has been a horrible day with me and my english <laughs> my anger it's just the it's the the nice it is so cold down here i know it's so trust warm me. outside about to bust open a window over here but but yeah it yeah commu- without commu- yeah there'd be no like there'd be yeah, no growth 
No learning. Well, there might be some learning, but not. It would be a lot slower. Yes. You know, you bring up that whole iron sharpens iron thing. Yeah. You know, that that's from where? where? Oh, Somewhere in the Bible it says that. Wow. Good <laughs> job. Which, um, iron sharpens Byron. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So that's, like you said, that's from Proverbs 27, 17. And then, uh, yeah, I, the, another verse that came up that I thought was pretty cool is, if iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength. But wisdom helps one to succeed. I don't know why, but that was that made me think of because obviously, in the community, there's people from different ages. Yep, it doesn't even necessarily have to be different ages all, all the time to have. You don't have to be older to be wiser. That's not always the case, but generally it is. So it's like in that in those cases. I mean, you can have the older people that have more wisdom to help teach the younger people exactly on whatever it is that's going on in life to give some advice well wisdom on a situation yes that is actually a very good part of it yeah um because being able to learn from older people's mistakes and things they did right is beneficial for those of what well I can't even include myself in that. I can't go with those of us younger. Well, no, they're older people than me that I can learn from still. But, you know, the, yes. the rest of us, we can learn from other people's, A, their mistakes, their what they've done right and that. But we can also learn from their wisdom as they've gone older and seek their counsel. Yeah. On things. So we're not trying to reinvent the wheel every single time. Because. Right. Even though probably is what's going to happen the majority of the time <laughs> i know but we can do but that there's and, always that and we can always chance what what we what was i gonna say we can always have those those conversations with people who have seen you know they've seen the great depression they've seen the 1920s they've seen stuff like that if there's still a little As I say that's to think about that there's probably not a ton left if, for those that are from that time yeah it's few and far between but you can hear those stories of how things have happened in the past mm-hmm. and how they mirror what's happening now or they're ref- or ne- what's happening Some now is a reflection repeat. of that. Yeah. You know, that old uh, Balsar Galactica idea that what has happened in the past has happened, will happen again. Yep. And it's like, oh yeah. History okay. is bound to repeat itself. So you just have these things keep on going and going and going. And, and you, you can learn from them. Hopefully, you know, or be like, Hey, you know, let's say you're a newlywed, find that couple that's been married, you know, 40 years in the church, ask some, take them out to dinner and be like, what's your advice? Right. What have you done? What was your trick? What did you do? Yeah, exactly. What did, what did you do? What could we learn from you? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a one-time thing. A lot of people want to just say like, Hey, you know what? Old people, we don't need them. But, but they bring do. a lot of wisdom to the church. Yeah. And guess what? 
if we're not community, if we're not with the group of people, we're never going to be able to encounter those people who have different worldviews, who have been, lived through different times, who have lived through <laughs> craziness. Mm-hmm. You know, there. I guarantee you, anything that you think that you're going through, someone else has already gone through. Oh, yeah. None of us, as much as we'd like to, uh, like to think this, none of us are unique in that regard. No, no. <laughs> and we all do something that someone else has done. And guess what? More likely, especially if it's something painful, hurtful, um, that they've gone through, more than likely they'll be like, hey, I want to talk to you about what just happened. Here's what I did to get over this. Here's what I did to get around this and to learn from this. But here's the here's here's the weird part about this then. You as a member of the community have to be open to helping those younger than you or going through the same thing as you with giving advice and giving wisdom. It's weird when you think about that, right? When you're at your age. Yeah. But now I'm at my age and I look at you and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. That's easy, you know, to to think about, you know, because right. I, I I could think, you know, you're 12 years younger. I can easily go, okay, this is how I've, you know, tried to feed into you. And now trying, now starting to see little glimpses of you starting to do that. The tables the, are turning. And, so, you know, to the teenage kids. And it's just like, all right, <laughs> I was successful. <laughs> Didn't go so bad. Because <laughs> I'm starting to see you do the same exact no. thing back. Well, that's good. That's needed. It is. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but we especially need men to step up and do that too. You know, a lot of teens these days are, as we talked about in the book, suffering from fatherlessness and that they need male role models. Right. There's this big thing in the gay community where there are a lot, I guess you could say younger guys have daddy issues essentially like father issues father wasn't around father was abusive father wasn't in their lives and that and so what do they do they seek other people to fill that father figure in their lives and that ends up getting abused them abused that also happens with other people you know even in straight dating community where people might have father issues and not know how then to treat other people either of the opposite gender or whatnot huh. you know when i was dating one person hey this is paul real quick i actually jumped in here and uh, pulled out both the person's name uh that i was dating i didn't want her name on the public eye uh, she never agreed to be part of any of this and i also pulled out her dad's name as well since obviously if she didn't agree to it he didn't agree to it and it was a little while ago and i have no hard feelings against them so that's why it seems to kind of break up here for a second and why skipping over some things there. Just want to make that note real clear. Uh, he's like, oh, so your dad teach you how to date woman? I was like, dad, when I was 14, he's like, oh, so you don't know how to be a man? I was like, okay. <laughs> well then. <laughs> you know, and, and he was a little abrasive on how he said it, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, okay, here, here's what you need to learn on how to deal with this and how to not have he goes, not to have daddy issues while dating my daughter. Huh? He goes, because that manifests in guys in different ways. Like, 
you may try to seek approval from guys older than you. You might try to seek approval from these quote unquote dad figures in your life. That approval from that approval that you never got as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could be different things. That's why I said where I've read about it and know about it that happens where it creates a lot of abuses in the gay community, but it still happens in the straight community where these guys go and go, I need your approval. I need your approval. I need your approval because maybe these are older men. They don't know how to be complete in themselves and they were never plugged into a community to have that. So that's why it's important. You know, I, I look at, you know, the youth group and that it's like, we're, you know, someone goes, hey, you know what? I just made state on this or I just did this. And it's one of those things of where I could just sit back and go and not say anything, but I try to make it a deal of going, hey, good job on doing this or doing that because they feel proud about it. I want them to know that I feel proud for them reinforce as well about that. it and reinforce it. So that way it's not like they go, well, I never got approval as a kid. A pat on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like nothing. It seems like just something so minor, but it is actually the real important. It has. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look back at myself and, yeah, I, I can see that in myself at times when I needed to have that approval from other guys, you know, that are older than me. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, yeah, you're doing right. Yeah, you're doing good. You know, and we talked about it with my therapist and that, and it was like, yeah, you never got the whole, you know, thing from your dad about, you know, you know, and we talked about the various stages of approval that a young guy goes through and gets approval from his dad and all that oh. star stuff. She's like, you never got that. She's like, I could see why you would need that from these other people in your life. And I was like, okay. What the heck? Interesting. I've never thought of that, really. You know, yeah, and that's something a lot of people, you know, and I'm not. You know, saying anything bad or anything, but like you have your dad around in that. So, you know, yeah. even though he may not have said, Aaron, I'm proud of you on this. Of you, boy. But he probably at least congratulated you on stuff when you did something right or got a good achievement or stuff like that. So you got that, you got that sense of accomplishment and pride and the completeness from there. Yeah. So that's why, you know, all that to say, all this to say, come back and say this. That's why that community, especially for those guys who maybe grew up without a father or or those women who grew up without mothers. That's why they need a community of other people of their own gender to feel safe, to be vulnerable in, but also to be like, have someone else to celebrate with them when they have an accomplishment. Hmm. It may seem like something so minor, be like, why is that guy wanting to celebrate this? It's just, it's nothing. It's seriously. It's not a big deal. It's kind, not a big deal. Dumb. But maybe for them, it is a big deal. Maybe they need someone else to remind them because they're still learning and not mature enough where they still are needing that external, um, that external approval. They can't live with just the internal approval yet. That takes maturity and time. Maybe sometimes you have to help them as your friend, as part of their community, help them learn that over time. Because that is a sign of maturing as well, is learning how to live with that, just that internal approval, not needing external approval on everything. Right. And I'll admit that probably took me longer than it should have. Can I blame the fact that my dad passed away? Sure, I could throw all the blame on that, but guess what? Ultimately, the buck stops with me, and I had to grow up and learn how to do that myself. And I would not have been able to do that without community. 
No. At least not for a very long time. Yeah. So, you know, that's why especially especially people who don't have a parent or, you know, whatever, they need that community. They need to figure out who they are. Not being dependent on that community for all of their approval and everything, but that gives them some sort of grounded basis for them to be like, to help them get over that temporary um, learning and maturity area where they may still need to grow. This community is pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> A little more important than most people realize. Right. Well, that's one thing that like makes me nervous about probably more so like eh, the younger folk. Um, at least for younger people that were involved at church or a part of churches, especially when the whole Rona stuff hit, um, mm-hmm. since everything went on line and streaming and all that stuff. It's like, I wonder how many people still just stay at home. Like, Oh, I can go to church from home now and be comfy. And yeah. And, it, and it's good in that regard, especially like if you're an older person or immunocompromised or something like that, you have a good reason. I understand community is still important community is important and there might be other ways and I, I will say this as well the church needs to find a way to still interact with those people the onus yeah. is not only on the person it's no. also on the church yeah right so i mean it, it's gonna it's a two-way street it's not one or the other it's both you need to find a way on how to do community together and there are tools out there it's just do you want to use those tools or not and a lot of the tools are geared towards the internet, so some of the older people are not going to know how to use right, it as well, so they, and all that fun stuff. So for the most part, like the younger people, I would, I guess, I would almost say that probably don't need the church as much to reach out to them. It's more the older people that don't know how to do tech. Yes. Yeah. So that need the most help. So yes, community definitely crazy important. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get more important as, you know. We have to stick together. Well, <laughs> I'm saying as the the craziness of the world just yes. continues to escalate and go sideways and everything. Yeah. Because once, I say, if you separate the body, then it's it's just all over from there. So this will be. Um, For the most part. Yeah. This will be entertaining to watch as life goes on because. It's only going to get more and more divided yeah. going forward in the church and the body. We don't have to agree a hundred percent on everything, but we have to agree enough to love one another, to stick by one another and to support one another through the thick and the thin. We can disagree on stuff like cars and all that. Other oh, stuff. You know, that, we can disagree yes. politically on who we vote for. We yeah. can disagree on, you know, candidate on what positions we like in a candidate and that, we can disagree on, you know, hey, should Trump be back on Twitter or not? We can disagree on, <laughs> was, you know, Trump a good president or not? We can disagree on or agree on- you can't eat pork anymore. About Biden and that. But when it comes to the crucial elements of agreement, like stuff about scripture, about the doctrine of, of yeah, Christ- Salvation and stuff like that. That we stick together on. Yeah. Yeah, we might have, you know, slight differences theologically, but not so much that- can't be overcome by Christ. And because of Christ, then we stick together as a community. 
Because of Christ, then we help each other out, even if we disagree with one another. And because of Christ, we love one another unconditionally. Hopefully. Well, hopefully, (laughs) yes. But because of Christ, we should. We can. And you know what? The Holy Spirit. Yes. I'm going to strike that. Not we should. We must. Must. Yeah. 